0: hi
1: thanks for coming
2: hey girl thanks for coming hey everybody welcome to a special little mini podcast we have for you this week thanks for coming my name is seth
1: hey it's jamal and (laughs) it is a hill in a haunted house with (laughs) stony (laughs) <laughs> Wait, I thought it was The Hills Have Eyes with Stony.
0: He doesn't know, okay? It's a it's, house on a hill He doesn't know. And there's more houses haunted. And it's really scary. She's just here, okay? <laughs> oh, lord.
2: Um. So, I haven't watched this, this show yet. I finally got caught up. Well, I mean, I've seen Coven um, from American Horror Story before, Ooh, but I finished yes. wa- re-watching I'm ready for this new season of American Horror Story. So I'm going to try and get caught up real quick
0: here. Oh my gosh. Do it quickly. Yeah.
2: Do we need to have like little weekly conversations about what happened? <laughs> yeah.
0: This this season is so real on American Horror Story. So like I'm, I can't wait to talk to you about it. Oh my gosh. Is it like so lit? It's very lit because you know it's like a merge season and Coven is yeah. one of those seasons. So buckle up. Yes.
2: Yes, that's why I had to rewatch. I wanted it to be all fresh in my memories. Mm-hmm. But back to the topic at hand, I know you guys wanted to talk about The Haunting of Emily Rose, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: hate you both. <laughs> I don't know it what the is. show's called, but I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> Just like I said, search for like Haunted Hill... Or House on Hill. Stoney's like, this
0: is how you find the show. Isn't
2: it called The Search for Our Hill Hauntings? Like about scary hills? (laughs) I think so.
0: That sounds like a bad porn. Scary hills. Scary Uh hills. She's lumpy.
2: Is that like the Hills TV show, but scarier where Ardreus is like a... uh, Is that her name? (gasps) (gasps)
0: Audrey's, Ardrena. Adrena.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't... Ardrena comes back and she's like more coked up than ever and like murders everyone.
0: If the Hills were a scary movie, Elsie would be Michael Myers and she would just be killing the hoes left and right. Oh my God. What would Heidi be? Heidi would be like... Heidi would be the first counselor that dies because who needs yeah. Heidi? She, Heidi would be the Chucky doll that gets melted in Child's Play 3. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna
2: get I wanna get trapped in a closet with Steven, like we have to hide, and then we
0: just like cuddle in the closet. That Kesha song is playing in my head now. Yeah. Steven. However it goes. Um what about what's his name? Bobby
1: was it Bobby Ray? Justin Bobby. Justin Bobby. <laughs> Listen, I am a a Hills,
0: Laguna Beach, Wikipedia machine. Try me. Shout out (laughs) to Ebeth, who also loves Justin Poppy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He was hot. He was a fuckboy, but he was hot. Do you think anybody from the Hills is dead yet?
0: Mm, Maybe Spencer. I haven't heard from him in a while. God. (laughs) Thank God. Thank the Lord Jesus. (laughs)
2: You know they voted for Trump for sure.
0: Oh, God, probably. But anyway, the show on Netflix, Children, is called The Haunting of Hill House, and it's so <laughs> awesome.
2: Tell me about the show. What's a summary?
0: So we won't give you any too spoilers. many spoilers, but what I can say, like a quick description, is this family lives in a home. It's kind of like a manor, like old-style home. Um, Just very spooky. It's a giant, so much square footage, so much opportunity for bullshit to happen, supernatural bullshit at that. Oh, yeah. And the house just is attached to this family, and that's kind of all I can give you without giving you too much.
2: Oh. Well, that sounds like a good show to check out.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting, though, because the
1: show is based, like... <laughs> It keeps cutting between... (laughs) Sorry, we're distracted because Seth is, like, mounting a skeleton to his microphone. (laughs) Sorry, Um, my
2: ADD is taking over. (laughs) Plus, I haven't seen the show, so I literally have nothing to say about um, it. (laughs) So what's
1: interesting is that the show, like, kind of goes back and forth between when they're kids um, living in this house to present day where they're dealing with kind of the repercussions of Mm -hmm. that house. Mm -hmm. So like there's a lot of back and forth and you're getting a lot of backstory about each character. Um, So it's just really interesting and it's got some very scary (laughs) moments on it. So I would definitely recommend
0: it. It really does. And it's very well done because the editing, the way they go between present day and the past, it's usually like emotion or like like drinking a glass of water, for example. So like somebody will be drinking a glass of water and then they put the cup down and like they're back in their childhood. It's just very well done. The writing's great. The story's great. And, you know, for the longest time I thought this was like a movie on Netflix, like a Netflix original, but for it being a show, each episode's like 40 to 40 minutes to 60 minutes long. It's just really well done. And you're just going to grow oh, yeah. super attached to the family, the story, and you're going to be super creeped out the whole time.
2: Ooh, is there a lot of jump scares, like things coming out at you?
0: There's not a whole lot, which makes it very epic because when you get those scary moments, oh, you get them.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's more like, yeah, it's not like paranormal activity-esque. It's more like, do you see that in the background? And it just kind of creeps you out. So it's more like creepy shit happening.
0: It's kind of like little things that you see happening around them that the characters might not necessarily notice. And you're just like, oh shit, girl, girl, watch out. Watch out. (laughs) Ooh, girl, that's some scary shit. There's a lot of Brenda moments. (laughs) Lots of Brenda moments. Shout out to Scary Don't go in there, girl. (laughs) Yeah, I got you. I got you on camera. (laughs) 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 Never gets old. Hell no. But yeah, this is a great show to watch for October. So check it out. We're already on episode eight or nine. Yeah, we have two more episodes left. There's 10 episodes in the season. And we started this, what, late last week?
1: Yeah, it's so good.
2: Well, I will definitely put this on my list after I catch up with American Horror Story.
1: Come on. Sorry, you guys.
2: I'm a mess over here, but I cannot pay attention She's to playing anything.
0: with her Skella dolls. <laughs> yeah, Skella dolls.
2: <laughs> I'm taking a, my girl, Skelisha, over here. Ah,
0: Skelisha. <laughs> We're having Ooh. a photo shoot over here. <laughs> How's that bitch been? You know, she can't call anybody ever. Skelisha. She's like girl. so busy not eating food. She's just out I'm here being thirsty.
2: Fit, and then <laughs> I got so many hot menses around here. You have no idea. Skulls w-
0: we need is, to, is snatched.
1: We need to start a, a YouTube video or YouTube channel for Scalicia, and <laughs> it'll be just Seth like pretending to like play with it and be like, "I'm Scalicia girl." <laughs> you
2: just, just be a grown man playing with a skeleton toy for
1: hey,
2: it could catch it. on. Like, no, listen, you see this is some a of thing. These YouTube videos,
0: he's these days this is a thing Let's so <laughs> i follow an instagram account called flat stanley tucci and it's like a picture of stanley tucci in his younger days but it's like literally this account where it's just a photo of a photo of flat stanley tucci like in various places like traveling
1: <laughs> well the internet has too much damn time on their hands
0: it's a fun account though <laughs> it's so fun flat stanley tucci look it up on instagram all right. Well, we're starting. I almost knocked account. everything over. <laughs> I'm voting i voting.
2: I want to create
1: an Insta for Scalicia. We totally should. You could just take her around. Scalicia travels is what you should call it. Scalicia <laughs> S- S- <laughs> <Skalisha> Osborne. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry, are we still recording? What's happening right now? Somebody needs to create Skolisha Travels on Instagram for these (laughs) bastards take it. Come on. Look,
0: we will. Everybody's so distracted. Should we talk about A Star is Born? My microphone won't stay up. (laughs) You're having some issues over there. You might need to hold it and do like Mariah Carey. All right.
1: We need to move on to A Star is Born because Can I take
2: a picture of Skelicia real quick first? <laughs> Wait, will you guys will you guys pose together with Skalicia real quick? Can you guys we're gonna take a quick picture? Hey girl Hold on, Hold on you can't see her. Let me flash it. Maybe that'll work.
1: Where is Skalicia? Oh here we go. Ready?
2: Three, two, one. Oh that's a good one. is the focal point, so
1: Oh Jesus. <laughs>
0: Of course that bitch (laughs) snatched my moment. She's lucky she doesn't have any hair. Otherwise, I pull it. Well,
2: (laughs) I want to save this one to post for the podcast. I'm not going to post this on our Insta story.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to see it. Oh, God.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I think I'm like going crazy. All right. Okay. Time to get serious, everyone. We're going to talk to you about (laughs) A Star is Born
0: spoiler alert spoiler alert if you haven't watched it we don't give a fuck so press play or press pause it's up to you
2: yeah why do you think we made this separate from our main episodes we don't want to hear any instahoes crying about this being
0: spoiled for them i'm out of tissue and i don't have time
2: <gasps> all tea all shade girl that's right amen no to tea, the shade button no
1: shade no pink lemonade
0: that's like church right there that shade button. um so we all watched the movie. What did everyone think? First thoughts. I loved it. So great. It was
2: so good.
0: It was so good. Like some people like I don't read reviews for a reason because I always think the opposite, but also I'm very easy to please, and that's not taking anything away from this movie. I'm a performance child. I've played instruments from age 12 through college. So anything with the stage or performance aspect, I'm going to love. There are just so many moments in this movie that just resonated with me. Gaga did a great job. Bradley Cooper did a great job. And they were just like the perfect on-screen couple. That chemistry was there. I was into it. I was sold. They really were good. I was apprehensive about Bradley Cooper
2: because he's like spoken about like how he's like a conservative supporter so i'm like oh girl like it makes me feel a certain type of way towards him but in the movie he actually was really good him and gaga were both really good and i like low-key loved like i don't know if we ever even learned his name but like gaga's little friend that like went with her everywhere like Allie's oh, friend, oh yeah
0: he was so I cute his name. they did say his name a few times
2: did they he was a little cutie i liked his like hair braid it was real cute
0: <laughs> i did too i was living for that
2: yeah i loved him um the dad was kind of was like you know like an adorable father and i don't know it was just like so fun i really enjoyed the relationship the movie i mean it, I, it was probably like two hours but it felt like It just went it it was like nothing basically it was like half an hour to me because it just went by so quickly because it was so so good and it just Mm -hmm. had me enthralled in it i mean uh, it was like
0: two hours and 15 minutes i believe and i agree like you just see like You're seeing all this parts of Allie's life, you know, her friends, her family. She's working as a caterer girl in New York City. You know, it's the hustle, especially in a big city. It's stereotypical for artists to work waitress jobs or serving jobs, but they're the most flexible. You know, they can still work these gigs and... They can still work these jobs and make gigs, make auditions, make tapings, whatever they need to do to get ahead. So it's just very real. And then you flash to like the household. The mom is gone. She's not there. And she has this loving father who's just like talking her up to his like mafia brothers who is his driving (laughs) staff, (laughs) his driving crew, (laughs) his driving crew. And she's like taking care of all these men too. So that was that was a very fun twist and um, story, and this is like the fourth version of the story or movie, yeah. but it still felt so fresh and new to me.
1: Well, and I yeah. didn't even realize it until after I saw the movie that I guess there had been other <laughs> movies. I was like, oh, <laughs> mm-hmm, okay. I'd seen
0: the past versions.
2: Well, all these like bougie hoes like thought that they were going to be so on point and see all the other movies before seeing the new one but apparently that was a horrible idea because you basically just know that what's going to happen in this this movie
0: yeah it's a full spoiler if you've seen it before like I knew it was going to happen before we saw this movie but I was more excited to see the story again modernized with these stars in it with this score with this music it's it felt different to me
2: yeah it was so good. the I like the when she that she performs at a drag, you know show she they just have her singing. That was awesome. We got to see Willem and Shangela. yeah, which shout
0: I think out to drag Race. worked
1: like really well. Those two were really funny. Like people in the theater were laughing when they were like talking. so it wasn't just like us you know, drag fans that I feel like a lot of people enjoyed their performances and it's
0: always hard to tell in those moments like. You can tell like a Drag Race fan, like people go up for these girls, like the Drag Race girls. So the people, the older crowd, you know, who's just here to see this movie, they're like, who the, who is this bitch on screen talking about her Jackson titties? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, get it together. She's been to Indy so many times. Like you could be seeing this in person.
2: (laughs) Well, it was all the poodles that don't go to the drag shows that were probably seeing the movie probably
0: or the ones that only jack off to violet tchotchke
2: Ugh. well no violet tchotchke is beautiful it's just the image of them touching themselves <laughs> it's, to her is freaking me out yeah i agree
0: i'll give you that
2: i'm not shaming violet tchotchke
0: no no shade no shade
2: <laughs> i thought that willem was perfect for that Shangela is also really awesome. I feel like to me, more of the memorable moments are Willem moments, but mm-hmm. Th- mm-hmm. I don't I mean, we don't know what was in the scripts if they were supposed to be equal, like have equal content or whatever. So I I thought I don't know why did they, I don't know why they put Shangela in that pussycat wig, but like she has so much better hair than <laughs>
0: I know. Well see what I think was happening and if any of you know Shangela's history, she used to be well, she is very close friends, basically family, with Jennifer Lewis. Um Jennifer Lewis was one of the original Dream Girls. She's currently on blackish as the as Dre's mom. But um I feel like Shangela was giving us Jennifer Lewis in that pussycat wig. Like very okay. I'm drag mother, I'm running this club, this is a business, but I'm going to take care of my girls. And Willem was like the kind of spacey, aloof one, you know, just serving ass and (laughs) dim-wittedness. But it works. Ass and jacks and titties. That's no shade. It works so well. (laughs) I enjoyed both of their little cameos in this film.
2: Yeah. It was so cool to get to see them in there. Another moment that I enjoyed as a viewer was when they first sing shallow for the first time Uh, and I was like fast forward like like fast forward to them singing it, and I'm like here like mouthing like all the words like getting my life like I thought I was lip syncing
0: for my life watching this movie (laughs) in the dark we're just in the chair in the recliner chairs I call them airplane seats just finger to the sky hitting the notes (laughs) absolutely but
2: like as I was lip syncing, I was also getting emotional and teary eyed because it was so good. And then like, I kept looking around. I was like, is it just me like doing it? that's going through it. And like everyone else was like stone faced just watching. And I'm like, I know all the words already, bitch. <laughs> I
0: know. But I mean, how could you not like that song is so good. It I was such a moment. On
1: repeat for like a day and a half. Yeah. It was such yeah. a
0: moment. You know, it's, it's just very real. Like, Shout out to NPR, not that any of you are listening to this little show, but um, (laughs) Pop Culture Happy Hour is a weekly show that I try to keep up with. I can't subscribe because the notifications on how often they post give me anxiety. (laughs) 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 I hate the little red bubbles on my iPhone, fun fact about me. But um, anyway, they're just kind of of picking it apart. They're like, how could she know the song? And they haven't rehearsed it. And this and that, and this and this and this. It's like, okay, Gaga has recorded multiple albums in less than a day. Beyonce's done it more than a handful of times, and so have other musical greats. Like, this is so, like, this isn't out of the ordinary. And one of the people Uh -uh. on that panel writes regularly for NPR music. So I think that they really missed the mark on that, and that they're just looking for something to pick apart about the movie. But all of that aside, you know, they had their little moment in the parking lot. I thought it was cute where she kind of brought up the song. Here's the thing. It's called improvisation. Let's take it back to the jazz world. You know, you're just a flexible music chameleon baby. They talked about the song. He took that little bit that he received and put it in his show of it's her song. She already knows the song. So, of course, she she already knows it. So, of course, she's going to fall in and it's just going to be great. And that's what it was. The way Gaga acted was just great. Um, You really felt that this is my first time on stage. Oh, my gosh, all of these people, what am I about to do? Like, you felt all of that energy and it just really resonated with me as somebody who came up. From like middle school to college, getting into a top music school and having to audition, having to perform. Like, there are those moments that are just so triumphant and epic. And that was one of those on screen in front of us.
2: Yeah. And you, you know, another thing about the movie that I thought was really interesting that maybe not a lot of people know. So, Bradley Cooper, like, as part of his inspiration for the movie, he went to hang out with Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam to like help to develop his character.
0: I did read that, which oh, I think wow. is cool. But you know, we know this about Bradley Cooper. He does his homework, especially when he's portraying a character.
2: Yeah. And his character looks just like Eddie Vedder too. I mean, they don't really sing the same style of music, but the look was there. And like, you know, that kind of attitude that Eddie has too you know, is also there too. So I, I thought that was also really an interesting aspect of it. Mm-hmm.
1: What, what else was, what I else thought, did you like, Stoney? I, well, I kind of like, I mean, obviously I love the epic, like the, when she goes on stage for the first time. But, um, one thing I really also liked was the fact kind of like the message it gave about the music industry as a whole, mm-hmm. how basically like that was one of my questions for you guys, they turned her into this, like, Pop, like Pop Tart. Pop Tart that's singing with like no substance, like the SNL performance where they
0: singing about how great (laughs) her ass is or whatever the fuck it was about.
1: Yeah. And it's like, that's like (laughs) fun, but at the same time, like basically like all like her authenticity like went away. (laughs) Yeah. And this was
0: everything, you know, Bradley Cooper's character Jackson Maine was warning her about. You know, they had this whirlwind love, they ended up getting married. And he's just like, you know, I'm very happy for you. I'm excited for you, but don't lose your voice. If you're not saying real things, people are going to forget you. You know, they're already only going to be listening for a certain amount of time. So make good use of your time. And, you know, I think that was really tough for him to watch because he wanted that girl that he met in the parking lot. And they kind of just like that skeevy manager of hers um, yeah, took, took her out of that bubble.
2: Yeah, and and it really, you know, beyond the story of a star is born, it really just kind of reflects Lady Gaga's career in the music industry as well, yes. because she started out in small New York City bars, and you know, a la her drag queen performances in the movie, you know, she's sang Rose. in a. Yeah, well, she's saying like Lady Gaga started as a lady, uh, as a Led Zeppelin cover band. Yeah, right. You know, sh- and then she started singing, you know, writing and singing her own songs that were like more rock and roll types music, but she wasn't getting any like a- interaction. So she changes her look, she changes and starts singing these pop songs, and boom, she's a hit. She's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, so it was interesting watching the story. Sort of seeing it through that lens. That's how I was watching. I was like, oh man, this is yeah. like, literally like Lady Gaga, like her actual life. Yeah.
0: And you definitely see that because I'll never forget. you know, the first time I saw um, just dance, I was working at American Eagle, and that video played so many times in my store, and that's exactly what I thought. I was like, "Who is this little cropped blonde girl with like the funky glasses and not wearing any panties on my screen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I was into it. But you know, the thing about Gaga is that her voice has never let her down. She's always been a really great live singer so regardless of her look my takeaway from this movie was this very much was a play on Gaga's career you know that she probably went into I don't know her writing process but she went into the studio and wrote like the worst pop song that she could think of (laughs) for this character (laughs) and just like had a blast who knows maybe it was something that was in her journal some shit she'd wrote and never released we'll never know but she was reliving yeah. those days for sure.
2: Yeah, I definitely have that song. It's like, why do you that, do that, do that to me? <laughs> like, I have that song stuck in my head, like at least for at least one time every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I'm glad I, that's not on the soundtrack.
1: I guess one other thing I wanted to mention too is just the fact that I think what makes this movie so awesome to me is the fact that like the soundtrack is so bomb. And, like, yeah. it's all, like, original songs, like, written by Gaga and, like, other she people. She wrote
0: 11. She helped write 11 of the songs. Co-writer, yeah. yeah. And they're up One of, all the all of the songs was a
2: cover. Mm-hmm. Lovey on is an Edith Piaf song. Yes,
0: yes. I'm familiar with that song. I actually played that song in high school.
2: I have Edith Piaf on vinyl, so
0: <laughs> uh, all right, you win. <laughs> Sorry, girl. <laughs> no, you that win. was it. Was
2: cool to get to see Gaga sing it though, because it was a definitely a different um, performance than Edith's, you know, version. So it was cool. I love that she even had you know, Allie had the La Vienne Rose in fluorescent in her house, like when she mm-hmm. was rich and famous. So she never forgot her roots. Like she was Skyping Willem and Shangela to, you know, yes. boost her
0: confidence. Her um, friend was always kind of there. Like when she needed him. Yeah. During those, during those tough times, that
2: last scene. Oh my God. With Bradley Cooper. Like as soon I was like, Oh man, he's going to go and ruin this freaking performance and and then he stops and comes out and I'm like oh girl what's she thinking about <laughs> and then like you see him walk into the garage with his belt off and I like immediately started bawling <laughs> like I was like girl I know what's gonna happen and I was yeah. like continue to cry for like the, the the rest of the movie basically after that
0: <laughs> Those moments are always so hard to watch. And, you know, that's the other great thing about this film is you see this portrayal of this, like, tragic love story. Like, it all happened so fast, and it ended so quickly.
2: Yeah, it did. It was just so sad. It's like, I mean, you know with addicts and alcoholics, you know, it's kind of like a roller coaster. You know, it's they always kind of go back to their vice. And and you know, while it's like you always want to hope, you know, Bradley Cooper seemed like he was clean and doing well for himself, but her mm-hmm. Ally's little pesky little manager put in his head that he was just going to hold her back. So, he yes. fucking just killed himself to you know, as Save like basically her. the biggest you know love message and like i would i just want you to be the best you can be
0: yep he's basically said i've had my time i don't want to get in your way and this is what needs to be done and once somebody's mind is made up it takes the world shifting to get them to change their mind
2: yeah so that was such a sad ending uh i just my, it was just went, very my-
0: rough for me because i've definitely you know two of my friends in life they'll remain nameless i've had the tough job of talking people off of that ledge and you either get through to them or you don't so you're just yeah. really hoping that they answer the phone the next day or they respond to your text mm-hmm. or that you see them again so that um yeah. that, that really hit me in a in a deep place.
2: Yeah, definitely. You know, us too, you know, me too, because, you know, like we're all kind of at that age where, you know, accidents happen, you lose people before you know it. So it's like, it does touch home. You know, I, I saw people on Twitter being like, oh, you know, trigger warning, someone fucking hangs themselves. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, don't ruin the movie, but also, i don't know don't put it out there like that for
0: clicks like you know it's deeper than this person did that like what's the story what were they going through you know what's the dynamic yeah
2: right so it i mean it is hard to watch it's but it's part of the story it's you know people get like i feel like nowadays people get really into it's like well this is like a trigger warning or this is um, You know, too sensitive of a subject. We shouldn't be watching TV shows or movies about this. And it's like, well, if you don't shed a light on it, then no one talks about it. And then mm-hmm. people that are actually struggling and thinking about killing themselves, like, don't think they have anyone to support them because... Right you're not talking about it so Mm -hmm. um so while these types of stories are difficult to watch it is really important to include them in movies because if you just ignore something then the resources for people that are struggling are not there you know and we we need resources for people that are struggling with you know suicide and depression and you know just any anything that you're any type of struggle that you're going through that's definitely true So I don't think that's a critical I don't think that's a valid point for people to criticize the movie. I think it just opens the opportunity for people like us to have this discussion and to to open the discussion with you guys listening and and hopefully you guys discuss it with your friends and and just be there for people that are are going through a
0: rough time, you know that's exactly right you know like we all have our hard days you might be working a job that you hate and you know don't want to be there you might be somewhere in life that you just don't want to be but sometimes just asking someone how they are or checking in on them will make the biggest difference you know just yeah sometimes you don't have to say anything just be there and yeah, that yeah. Could, just ask that could them change. about their day Mm -hmm. or anything yeah
2: man i didn't think that our conversation about a star is born would end this way but (laughs) i think it ended at a good spot i think we left people with an interesting topic to continue to think about after this is over so yes
0: go see it everyone
2: go see a star is born it was so so good um, buy your alley and jackson main merch online
0: so yes. good. let's get gaga <laughs> this oscar so she can be one step yes. closer to the
2: do it i hope so <laughs> well all right you guys thank you so much for tuning in midweek again with us we hope you did enjoy our spooky podcast <laughs> and all
0: of our scary stories (laughs) Ah, thanks for joining us everyone we love you
2: thanks for coming back this week you guys we'll see you next week bye
0: peace